Have you ever wanted to raise your hand and ask a question during the Sunday morning sermon? Are you looking for a place where you can find real hope? Join us on the Real Life Living in the Here and Now podcast as we tackle life's most unwelcome questions and learn to live free and real. Each week we will take on a subject that cuts through the hype and deals with the hurt and brokenness everyone has but doesn't know where to begin. And now let's join Joe and Jeremy as they get real with themselves, with God, and with you. Welcome back to Real Life, Living in the Here and Now. I'm Scott Napier, along with Joe Farmer, continuing our discussion on giving birth to a vision. Hope you uh, caught the last uh, program. If not, you can go to the uh, to the podcast page and, and listen to those uh, former episodes episodes not episodes uh we might have used to said it that way but the the former episodes of uh real life living in the here and now joe farmer's here he's going to continue on joe with this great uh, topic and this great subject that we uh were talking about uh earlier giving birth to a vision and we're going to break it down even more today yeah we're going to try to get into the process of it um First thing I like to say, you know, there can be no conception without intimacy. You know, uh, vision without intimacy is illegitimate. You know, what happens a lot of times when you begin to, Jesus said, if you'll draw nine to me, I'll draw nine to you. You know, it's only natural uh, that when you begin to seek the Lord that 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 you get closer to his heart, mm-hmm. you begin to act upon things that maybe god would would want you to do so that's why it's important you know that we have you know a intimate relationship with the lord that's where these things come from scott you know that's where ministries come from that's where these things are born out of that's why young christians especially that have a hunger for god to seek god you see them excited and have a zeal to do things and the reason for that is is that close intimacy uh that we have uh, with the, that's why it's important the church have babies around. When I say babies, I mean young Christians. Yes. You know, when a baby's born into the family, there's excitement. There there's is. this. There's this hope. There's this uh, new uh, attitude. And you know, when a church isn't having babies, yeah. we begin complacent and get in that stale place. Yeah. Right. Sure. You murmur and complain, mm-hmm. and you. I've seen that. I've seen that in the people's lives. I remember my first ba- uh, child was born. <clears throat> Uh, my first daughter, uh, well, my only daughter. I hope I don't have any more that I know of. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, when she was born, she brought so much joy. Yeah. Uh, and at that time, um, a lot of my wife's uh, grandparents were aging and dying and all of that, and she just brought so much joy oh, into yeah. the family. You Absolutely. Know? And um, that's where it, it comes from. But today, what I want to talk about is is the first trimester of of pregnancy and how it relates to. To vision and that first uh, trimester is actually called accepting the baby, or in our instance, it's accepting the vision. Right. Um, you know, you have to accept it. You know, you know, God's a God of free will. He is. You know, He can call you to do something. You can say no. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to be miserable. You really are. Yeah, and uh, He may uh, He may convince you mm-hmm. to do it. Uh, he has a way uh, to humble you, That's but. True. Um, you know, you can say, no, God, you know, I, I don't want to do that. Right. Uh, but at the end of 20 weeks in a pregnancy, Scott, you begin to feel these spontaneous movements of, of the baby. Uh, they've become strong enough to feel. It's like the nursery literature literally calls it like a fluttering of wings. This is the first time 
it feels real. Yeah. You know, up till then, it's you've seen the, the you know, the little test and all that. You know you're pregnant, but you've never felt you've never it. felt anything. That's right. This is the first time you connect with the baby, mm-hmm. and 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 with the this, the nursing literature literally causes quickening. Yeah. That's literally what it's wow. called. You know, and we use that term in the church and in the Bible called being quickened in the spirit. In yeah. our spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, quickening is it means to make alive. It means to, to revive or rekindle, to cause to burn more intensely. The Bible calls it zeal yeah. and a vision. You are quickened in your spirit. It's the first time maybe you, you you know, God's quickened your spirit with something. Yeah. You begin to feel the butterflies a fluttering of wings or something right. all you know is something's different you know you felt the sick and tired feeling you felt you've looked around you thought you know this ain't right I, or maybe god's calling me to do something different or, or maybe god's calling me to do this on a different level but god's quickened you 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 have to make a decision at that point yes the first trimester is about acceptance mm-hmm. do you really want to give birth to what god's calling you to do personally or corporately or are you going to abort it wow what are you going to do you know you're going to look at it you're going to weigh the option just like you know when your wife said you're pregnant uh you sat down all those feelings you had all those emotions you had you begin to make decisions but at this point in the pregnancy you've got to decide do you want to do what God's calling you to do? That's right. You know, I know a lot of people, Scott, that live a miserable life because they kind of gave God the Heisman mm-hmm. pose and said, no, God, I've got to do this, 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 and this first. Then I'll get around to what you want me to do. Yeah. I know a lot of preachers and have a lot of preacher friends, and, and not many of them, if any, that I can remember, volunteered for that Amen. position right <laughs> most of them have a similar story to yours no lord yeah. i you know are you sure right. that you want me somebody else could do so much better uh i haven't seen many of those Ooh, pick me you know yeah when we were kids and and dividing up for teams you know Ooh, you know yeah. you don't get a lot of that you know and if, if somebody has an attitude like that Beware. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're that excited about yeah. being partakers in right. Christ's suffering, yes, you you either don't know what you're signing up for, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I think bless, that's very and, true. Exactly, very you know. True. But I think there's a sense, God, that uh, Scott, that the God of the universe, think about it, yeah, is asking me to do something for Him. It's kind of humbling, isn't it? It is. It's Very. like me sitting in my office today and the Secret Service coming in and the president sitting down and said, listen, I'm tapping you to be my Secretary of Defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I'm an insurance agent. I yeah, mean, what? Right. Really? Yeah. You want me to do what? Yeah. I mean, is there a button? Do, do I get to launch now? bombs? Yeah. I, I can't, you know, I can't yeah. do that. And he's like, oh, right. I'm, I'm calling you up to do that, you know. Right. You know, you feel... Like you're not prepared, just sure. like for a baby. Yeah. People always, and that's why I tell people, you are never going to be prepared to have never, a family. Never, 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 ever. It's never going to happen. You're not going to be prepared when they come. Listen. You're not going to be prepared when they yeah. grow up. You're not going to be prepared when they leave. When you get home with that baby, yeah, you'll want to take it back. Oh, first yeah. First night. Yeah. Keep I, the receipt. Yes, and I called the hospital. <laughs> what, what, what do I do? Yeah. You I'll know, never forget. It's hilarious. My, my wife said, now listen, the first night we're home, 
Yeah. It's just we're going to have this special moment, oh, just me yeah. and the baby. Special I don't, moments are. I don't right. want anybody over there. <laughs> well, it's just. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, somebody come and get A this few baby. hours later, she's crying. The baby won't stop crying. Yeah. And I sat down and I started crying. Yeah, and I absolutely. said, you're calling your mom. Absolutely. Or I am. Been there and done you know, that. Somebody's yeah. coming to help us. <laughs> yeah. I can't do this. I'm freaking out. I don't know what exactly to do. What do right. we do with this baby? Exactly you know. Right. So, you know, when you feel that quickening of God's spirit, Scott, you may think it's bad timing. Yeah. Uh, it may disrupt your plans or your goals. Sure. Just like, you know, yeah. you, you're all sure. married 17 years. Yeah. Maybe... You know, we found out we were pregnant on our way to our first anniversary trip. Yeah. You know, right. uh, we lived in a little apartment. We didn't make any money. Yeah. Uh, things were not good. Yeah. You know, in our life. Uh, you might feel unprepared, just like any mother or father feels when they're going to have a baby. But God's looking for someone who will commit to the process. That's it. Don't abort what God wants to do just because you don't understand it. And you don't feel prepared to deal with it. Every vision is as unique as an individual life. Yeah. You know, just because, listen, God has called me, everything God has called me to do, I didn't know how to do. Mm-hmm. Nobody's born with this knowledge to do anything for God. The Bible says no one seeks after God. No, not yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Nobody. You are born a sinner. Lost, separated from God because of your sin. And until yeah. you repent and accept what Jesus Christ did for you on the cross right. and make Jesus your Lord, you have no idea about any of this. That's it's right. all a process. You know, Scott, there's so many things that God asked me to do. You know, I didn't know how to start a coffee shop. I didn't know how to how to run a business or do any of the things that God's asked me to do. Right. Uh, but God's not looking for somebody that knows it all. You know, wow, that's he knows it all. That's good, right there. He is omnipotent, he's omnipresent, he's mm-hmm. all knowing. That's why we trust him. That's it. You know, God's not looking for somebody that knows it all, mm-hmm. he's looking for somebody that will commit to the process and say, Here, my Lord, yes, send me. There you go. You know, even if you don't know where he's sending you, mm-hmm. you know, Romans eleven twenty nine said, For the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. God never changes his mind about what he wants you to do. You will either do it or abort it, but it will always be part of God's plan regardless of the circumstances. There is never an illegitimate vision birthed in the presence of God. The Bible says he is the author and the finisher of our faith. And when you think about that, that really shows you how pathetic we are. The faith you have, God made it, and God will finish it. And we have little more to do with it other than saying yes. That's it. If you can nod your head up and yes. down. <laughs> surrender. You can be a follower of Jesus. Yes. Just surrendering. Uh, he's done all the work. That's right. Like you said, we just accept, surrender, and become that servant. The whole process, Scott, is, is just a process of us daily committing to say, yes, God, I will follow you. I don't understand it. I don't know how to do it. I don't even know what you're doing. I don't even know if I can do it. But every morning when you wake up, every time you come against a a, a problem in this process, all you do is nod your head up and down and say, yes, Yes, Lord, Lord. I will follow you, even though I don't understand what you're doing. The, The key to that is follow you. Exactly. Not get in front of you, but follow you. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. 
You know, Scott, and, and, and that brings us to the second trimester of the pregnancy or the second trimester, second part of the process of birthing the vision. You know, until we talked about quickening, until the mother feels that quickening, she yeah. may think of the baby as a separate part of her. It's not It's not even real. The quickening brings the reality that there is something living inside of you. You yes. actually feel, oh my gosh, yeah. there is a baby inside of me. I remember that, yeah. yeah. I remember that. You can the, feel that. The excitement that Kim had, she, can you feel this? You know, can you feel this? Yeah. And, and I would try to feel it. But sometimes somebody else can't feel it. It's you that's feeling it. That's it's right. You that's feeling and that it. fluttering, that quickening, nobody can feel no, that but the mom. That's it. I can't feel that. There will come a time when you'll see a foot or something yeah. stick out. Yeah. You know, my son was so big. <laughs> In my wife's belly. I mean, you can literally see parts of his body. Yeah. But there was there was a, a weeks, months there yeah. that the only person that could feel that baby was my wife. Absolutely. Listen, God's calling you to do things that only you understand. Mm-hmm. You are the only one that can do it. Yep. That's why God's not, you know, stop wasting your time calling everybody else to do it. Yeah. You, you know, you're, you're going to be like me. You're going to go home, stick your head on the pillow, and you're going to cry every day, and you're going to tell God how everybody else is way more qualified than you yeah. are. But God's not asking them. No. He's asking you. And here's the thing. When you accept it and as excited as you are about it, everybody else is not going <laughs> to be as jazzed as you are. That's right. That's right. Because it's you. That's right. It's not them. It's and you. and you know, don't don't let that discourage you too. Mm-hmm. I see people do. I've done it. Yeah. You're so excited. I mean, God gives you a vision, and and Scott, I, I'm a visionary, and, and I'm just saying that because that I'm, you know, I'm, I, that's just who I am, and I'm not saying that I'm not better than anybody else. Right. That's just what I do. That's just who I am. I'm a dreamer. I'm a visionary. When I can see things in my mind and my spirit, just like. It's happening. Yeah. I, I, I will cry. I can mm-hmm. see. I can feel it. Yeah. I, I had conversations with people in this coffee shop before it was made. Yeah. Uh, I served drinks before it was ever built, before this was ever opened. I could see it, feel it, smell it, taste it, all of that. Yeah. But uh, other people couldn't, no. and that's okay. But if you, if you don't understand that, you'll get discouraged. Why can't you just... <laughs> What's wrong with you? Why ain't you excited Why about that? Why they them? get on board with me? Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, they don't feel that. No, there will come that. a time when they can put their hand on your belly, spiritually yeah. speaking, right. and feel the baby kick, exactly. but not now. Not because right. God didn't give them the vision. No. He no, didn't give true. them the baby. He gave it to you, to you. and it's your job yes. to nurture that. Take care of it. That's right. Yeah. There'll come a time when there'll be people come alongside you that understand that. That feel. Listen, for months and years, I, you know, I'm I'm casting this vision. I'm explaining mm. this vision and so many things that we did, the soccer league that we we did, the 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 the, the relief work that we did, the yeah. rodeo that I built. And yeah. I told a guy, I'm going to come back and build you rodeo. Tell me how you want it. And yeah. I left, and the guy with me's like, we ain't got no money. <laughs> You know, how are we going to do that? I'm yeah. like, I don't know. I, mean, I just, you know, I, I don't know. I just told this guy I'm going to build him a bar and a rodeo. And I'm going to build it better than ever. And, and we got in the truck and I'm leaving. I'm thinking, all right, God. Yeah. You know, but I felt like that's what God wanted me to do. And God provided all the money 
Yeah. All the resources and every you remember that we I came on a radio program. There was a guy from Hazard. I, I forget the company, and I, if yeah. he's listening, God bless you, man. Scott, yeah. this guy from Hazard drove Absolutely. to Alabama. Yes. Delivered metal to put on the roof of a barn. Tom Teague, yes, sir. Tom Teague, God bless you, buddy. Yes, sir. He showed up. Also, another man, Cokie Cox, uh, provided some help there. Sure did. Hazards. God will set it up. He will. He'll set it up. If it's God's will, if it's it, He will give you all the resources Absolutely. that you need. Y'all haven't even thought about them guys in a while, Scott. Yeah. That really touched me. And, I, and I'll tell you something else about that process. When we went to Alabama, I wanted that metal there two or three days sooner than it got there. Mm-hmm. But we weren't ready for it. Right. It rained the very first day we got there. We only worked about half a day. We worked about 16 hours a day on that. On that mm-hmm. About 40 to 50 people on that barn at Rodeo and all of that. But he showed up at just the just right, the right time. time. Yeah, isn't that you know? something? And I think I got on his nerves a little bit. I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, you need to get. Uh, we need. And but he was there at exactly the right time. Exactly. Exactly when it needed to be there. Right, right when we were ready to yeah. put the metal on the roof. Yeah, it was there. Up. So, and God bless you, man. If, if these guys are listening, man. It's amazing. And, and there, God provided everything that we needed. You know. Go ahead, you have something? No. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, Luke 17, 20 through 21 says, uh, this is God's word translation. The Pharisees asked Jesus when the kingdom of God would come. Has anybody ever asked you when God was going to do what he said he was going to do? You? Yeah. When, when, when's God going to When's that going to happen? When's yeah. that going to happen? Well, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. When you go on that coffee shop, mm-hmm. you know, when's that going to happen? <laughs> uh, he answered them, people can't observe the coming of the kingdom of God. They can't say, here it is or there it is. You see, the kingdom of God... Is within you. It's within you. Yeah. So right everything you need mm-hmm. to do everything God wants you to do is inside of you in the mm-hmm. form of the Holy Spirit. That's right. It's the Bible says it. He's give you everything that you need that pertains to life and godliness. You tell other people your vision, and I know you've you've traveled around and 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 shared your heart with people what you feel like God wants you to do. They'll look at you like you've got three heads. Amen. Because sometimes they don't get it. That's right. But guess what? It's your vision. Right. It's your vision. And God's working through you. That's right. And they'll catch on sooner or later. But in the beginning, you know, people aren't always excited like like we get. You right. Know? But they eventually, God keeps working. God's got people. That's just right. like what we talked about. If If he deals with you and inspires you to do something, yeah, those resources will be there. They always Absolutely. will. Every yes. time. They will. Every time. And, you know, it's really important that people understand this. There are, uh, well, I hit my mic, sorry. But, uh, you know, if you're not doing something, you know, I think it was Albert Einstein said, if you don't uh, attempt, to, I don't know if it's him or not. I, 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 never mind. It wasn't Albert Einstein. <laughs> this is Joe Farmer. I, I'm going to take credit for it. But if you don't attempt things that, if, if, if you don't attempt anything that if God doesn't intervene, that it's in, it's doomed to fail, that it's probably not God. Yeah. You know, if you're not exercising your faith, mm-hmm. if you're not doing things that you don't know how to do, or that is far beyond your resources, your capability, your knowledge, I really question whether or not it's even God. Yeah. You know, God is going to call you to do things that you're not capable to do because you're not doing your work. Yeah. You're doing His work. His work, yeah. His work is far beyond all of us. You know, but Scott, in this second trimester, the child or the vision can be given an identity. Mm-hmm. You know, when you feel that fluttering of wings, that's when it's a real baby 
it gets a real name. You know, up to that point, maybe you've been afraid to even speak what you felt God wanted you to do. Right, yeah. uh, you you accept it at that time and you name it. The mother starts imagining what the baby will look like, mm-hmm. who they will resemble. The same is true with a vision. You begin to envision what life will be like living in what God wants you to do. The commitment, the, the dedication, the joy, the struggle, all of that. Now, I want you to listen to this. Nursing literature recommends to avoid disappointment by not becoming attached to a mental image of a child, but to keep an open mind. Mm. Now, God is going to do it His way. However He does it, it will be good. Don't get attached to a mental... How many times have you heard people say this? Well, well, I've never seen it that way. Or, you know, it should be done this way or that way. If you're stuck in your ways... yeah. If you have this image of way you think God should do things, mm-hmm. well, bless God, we've never done it. We've done it this way in uh-huh. 50 years. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. Yeah. How's you know? it working for you? That's exactly that's right. And that's what I've taught, we've taught before. <laughs> I've told people, why can't we have an honest conversation yeah. about what we're doing? And if it isn't working, why can't we change it? Yeah. I'm not talking yeah. about throwing the Bible out. No. I just mean, if, if the way we're doing church and ministry isn't bringing results and fruit, why can't we change it? Find a new way. Find a new way. Yeah. You know, God did. He sent His Son, Jesus, to die right. for us. Yep. That's why you're not out uh, rounding up cattle and That's sacrificing right. them. That's right. You know, to avoid disappointment, don't get attached to mental image. And people do that. Oh, I know. I've done that before. Oh, yeah. God, you want me to do this? Well, I know what that's going to look like. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I, I remember know. I laid down at night and God's like, you are so wrong. <laughs> you are so far off. Man. Yeah. That's not the way it looks. Don't become attached to a mental image of that's what right. you think it's going to be like. Keep an open mind to avoid disappointment because you're going to be disappointed because I promise you, God's not going to do it the way you think no, he's going to. He's not. He's going to do it his way. He's going to do it his way. Because he's, he's God, way. last Absolutely. time I checked. Absolutely. A good way of measuring a woman's acceptance of the baby is to see how well she follows prenatal instructions. That's right. If you really value the baby, mm-hmm. you're not going to smoke no, or you're, drink. No, you're going to take care. You're going to take every precaution That's right. that you can. And everything they tell you, you're going to care for that. That's exactly right. Same way with that vision, right? Exactly right. And until the woman views the baby growing inside of her as something desired, she will never discipline herself to follow a proper diet. Until you want to see the vision come to fruition, you won't stop backbiting, gossiping, or dealing with your unforgiveness. Yeah. Until the body becomes more important than you, a vision can't survive in a womb with that much hostility. Until you are willing... To die to yourself, Scott. Oh, yeah. You know, again, maybe you've got a habit. When you become pregnant, you lay the habit down. Yeah. Maybe you got unforgiveness. When you become pregnant with a vision, when you become willing to say, here am I, God, send yeah. me, and you want to do something that embraces the heart of God Absolutely. until you do that, yeah. you're not going to see any results. And there's some more of this that I can, we will get in. I'll finish up the second trimester, and we'll get into the third trimester and hopefully get awesome. done with this. Uh, Scott probably wants to go home sometime today. <laughs> but... Uh, I appreciate everybody, man. Oh, this is great stuff. The birthing of a vision. We'll continue next time on our uh, talk here as uh, Joe dives even deeper into this uh, topic here on uh, real life living in the here and now. Until our next uh, time together, keep it real. Thank you for joining the Real Life Podcast. You can subscribe to our program anywhere podcasts are available. Stay up to date by subscribing to our show. Join us next week as we tackle real life together.